Welcome to Canada's podcast. So welcome, Eve, to Canada's podcast. You know, we had a good pre-chat earlier. And, uh, you know, why don't you take this opportunity to tell us a bit about yourself and what you do? I, I find what you do pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me, Phil. This is great. I've seen quite a few podcasts since we last talked and uh, pretty excited to be here. That's for sure. That's yeah. So a little French Canadian guy from Northern Ontario uh, moved down here, been basically self-employed since uh, my early 20s, mm-hmm. had some successes, owned quite a few automation companies and uh, had my shares of failures as well. So I've been through the whole gamut. And this latest venture, I just kind of stumbled on it. Like a friend of mine uh, asked after my, my last failure, he says, why don't you help me? And he was building these TV lifts, you know, lifts comes out of the ceiling and the floor. And uh, I'm like, sure, you know. So, And then I saw uh, he had this cabinet coming down to a lady in a wheelchair. I'm like, Jerry, this is this is pretty cool. You know, I've been bashing steel all my life. And then I see this very practical cabinet. So started talking to him and, uh, you know, fast forward, I launched the company as a separate entity. And then I, I didn't know what I had, you know, I had a tiger by the tail there, but uh, then this went into the whole aging in place and started the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2019 November and then uh, COVID hit. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically, COVID long term will help us because we know now that aging in place and probably 95 percent now the numbers are that people want to stay in their homes and avoid long term care facilities. So mm-hmm. it's uh, been a roundabout way to get here, but uh, interesting. And as you know, being entrepreneurs, as it's up and down and. Uh, so this is where I am today. And uh, just in the last three, four weeks, I got to say the, the, the whole uh, field is very, very different. Uh, more into quoting, going to see jobs and just banging on the phone and, and try to talk to people who might be interested. So mm-hmm. this is where we're at now. So it's, uh, it's interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Uh, and and it, just explain a little bit more because it... Your business, although in, in one sense, it's, you know, cabinet making and, and stuff like that. And in another sense, it's quite different. So just just describe, oh. I think I think it's really interesting just to describe your niche in that, in, in, in that area, if you like. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I didn't want to be too much of a sales. No, I don't want you to be too promotional either, but I think it's actually an interesting, you know, yeah. niche in, in, in a, in a, in a trade business, which is really cool, you know. Yeah, like just to just so people know, we're really automation guys. Uh, so Jerry's a great robotic guy, and I learned my robotic skills from him and other people. So what we came up with, or Jerry came up, and we're refining it as we speak. It's a servo motor that takes the whole cabinet and drives it all the way to the counter. Basically, when you touch the counter, there's a safety feature on there. Just so if uh, we, we started for, with spinal cord injury. So this lady has spinal bifida, the, the, if you look on our channels and so on. <laughs> but yeah, so um, the basically the lady, uh, you know, is, uh, wanted to redo her condo. So she did uh, the entire uh, office. She did the, the um, uh, 
kitchen, the laundry room, but it's basically the whole thing comes down and with spinal cord injury, when we started, like some people can't feel their hands. So if the cabinet comes down and it can actually break their hands and they weren't even, they wouldn't even know. Mm -hmm. So there's a safety feature. So it comes down with, via a remote because a lot of the people have accessibility issues. That's how we started. And now we use Alexa and Google voice activated, but we're going uh, towards a whole aging in place now. And, and now accessibility can just mean someone that's short that can't, you know, can't reach the cabinets. Mm -hmm. uh, my mom was short and couldn't reach the top, uh, you know, the top shelf. So you said you know you came down from Northern Ontario, yep, uh, and you worked in the steel. How did you get in? I mean, how did you progress from you know coming 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 down to Southern Ontario, completely different environment, you know, working in 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 the steel steel environment to where you are now? You know, was that something you you came in did an apprenticeship, had a job? boom kind of thing or we mean how did that how did that how did you get there what's your, what's what's that journey if you like that's that's really it well i i you know after i graduated i went up to thunder bay which is now bombardier working up there but i knew i always had to come down south there was more opportunities and i just didn't uh didn't feel that i could reach my whole potential so i got a job uh looking you know i was looking at globe and mail back then in uh, the job section, mm -hmm. so got a job, moved to Cambridge, uh, became a Wallach engineer, and we supplied the automotive. Mm -hmm. And then I always, uh, yeah, I was always offered jobs in sales, but I was a Wallach engineer. I was I was really good within my four walls, but the sales guys would come in, and then they would have you know the new updated technology, like leading edge technology. So I'm like, you know what, maybe I'll give this. Uh, sales job, uh, uh, you know, a chance. So I uh, got into sales and then I um, started my own repping agency, manufacturing agency. So I, I manufactured for, uh, manufactured rep for uh, people in the automotive, mm -hmm. uh, mainly Americans. And my territory was Canada. So my accounts were for GM Chrysler. Mm -hmm. So worked out a deal that I could basically work for the company I was working for and then represent another company mm -hmm. out of the States. Uh, so it was in Canada. So rep represented a Canadian and American company. And then it just uh, ballooned from there. And then people will say, hey, why don't you represent our stuff in the States? I mean, from the States into Canada, because you're seeing all the same customers. And uh, that's what I did. And that's how it then I kind of semi-retired and then I was bored and I bought a company and then it wasn't as successful. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, just- why wasn't, why, wasn't it, why wasn't it successful? Just just sort of, sort of passing on experiences so people can- I grew it too fast, mm -hmm. grew it too fast and run out of cash. I uh, okay. tripled the sales in uh, 18 months mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, cash flow is king, right? So you keep Absolutely. hearing that. And I, um, you know, the thing with entrepreneurs is you kind of look sometimes too far ahead mm -hmm. and you're not really looking what's in front of you and not listening to your CFO or, or the finance person sometimes. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I got in financial trouble and, and I was lucky enough that one of the companies I, I represented for years 
I called him and I said, hey, guys, uh, I mean, there was a family business. And uh, I said, I'm in trouble. And they bought it and they bailed me out. Mm-hmm. So uh, I still took a, a major hit. And uh, yeah, that, that hurt because, uh, uh, as you know, as a business entrepreneur, when, when, when you're, you're flying high, you're flying high, right? It's, it's a rush. And it's, you don't care if it's the weekend or if it's Friday, it's Monday. I uh, just saw a podcast where one gentleman said, you know, he likes to get back during the week to, to, attack, the, uh, uh, to attack the day, which is true. So that was a major blow. And, uh, you know, I was lucky that I had a, a wife to support me and, and good, good family. but. Uh, that was probably the toughest time in my life. I mean, so I, I can understand that. I mean, we've had failures, both you know, both yeah. of us. We've been in it long enough. Oh, yeah, you know. But you know, why do it again? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I, mean I, I, it's, it's an interesting thing. You know, here you are. You know, you, you, you created kind of thing, and then. Here I am talking to you, uh, you know, uh, in, in a new successful, you know, entrepreneurial kind of enterprise. Why, why do it again? Soon to be successful. But, <laughs> I mean, being an entrepreneur is, it's in your DNA, you know. It's, it's um, how to explain it, it's just who you are. It's... Uh, you don't try to be an entrepreneur because you see people are entrepreneur. It's because it can be a lonely road, as you know. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it can be very, very lonely because you have this vision, no one sees what you see, and but it, it's exactly that. It's in your DNA, and it's once you've done it, you, you, I've had successes as well, and it's it's a rush, and it's it's a lot of fun, and. You know, you're responsible for everything. And that's why people do it, because sometimes it makes no sense. So so you, you've overcome some challenges. Is it, I mean, is it a formula that you've developed that says, you know, how I, I've done this, but if I do this and this and this, I can get back here. Is it, is it some kind of, you know, when I say formula, is there some kind of technique that you can m- maybe let people understand that, you know, that you can be resilient and, uh, and, and come back? Yeah, um, I, I'm not sure about technique, but, but definitely when you, when you have a failure and like I did and you come out of it, um, it, it was dark days. But you came out of it, and then, and then if you keep, if you keep working at it, it will happen, right? So you you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off, and and the hardest thing about this whole thing is controlling your mind, right? It, is you try not to let your mind escape you, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and I would probably say sometimes that's the toughest thing you get up in the morning sometimes you just don't want to get up because it's so challenging but you you just have to push past that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and then after a while it's experience you know you've had this failure mm-hmm. you're not dead but you just say okay well we learn from that like i said cash is king 
Like right now, my, my motto is keep the overhead as low as possible. And thank God we did that. Mm -hmm. uh, my partner, who, who's now uh, exiting the company, wanted to rent a unit. I'm like, we don't need to rent anything for now. Let's, and then so we worked out a deal with the, the person that makes your cabinets that we use. It's, a, it's our shop now. That, that's our shop. And, and mm -hmm. we worked mm -hmm. on a partnership. So uh, sometimes you just got to trust your brain. And let your brain do the thinking, and and you'll come out of it, right? And, and there's a lot to be said about sleep on it, right? Well, I mean, has there been some kind of mentor in in your life that sort of helped you through the, the these the, these experiences? Well, there was um, when I first got into sales. Definitely. I had a mentor. He owned a couple of companies. And even though he was not my boss, he owned the companies. Mm -hmm. uh, he would call me once in a while, like uh, my my manager, like my boss reported to George and George would call me and, uh, you know, he'd say, hey, Tiger, what's going on? You know, but I, mm -hmm. we were taught. But little did I know he was kind of guiding me in the right direction. Well, why don't you just kind of try this? You know, and, and uh, I always looked up to George and even. Uh, after I went on my own, I'd stop and see him. Uh, and then, uh, you know, always enjoy reading about successful people. Yeah. I don't know if you know, so you see some books in the back there, you know. So what, have you, well, what have you read recently that, that really kind of resonated? In, in... Well, what I had to read in the last little bit was, uh, I, this is a new product. It's I, I research it, and if you look automated cabinets, there's not too many people around. So no, I, I actually did do some research, and there isn't. That's right. No, so it's it's kind of a little bit of a hard sell. So we advertise with a bunch of um, uh, affluent uh, because it's it's you know it is a piece of technology and it's not cheap, mm -hmm. and so we ad advertise with a bunch of. Um, uh, adult communities, pretty affluent communities, and we haven't had anything. And I, I talked to quite a few business people, and they says, no, we're like social media 100%. So I read maybe five, six books in the last four or five months, like social media, how to, you know, Facebook, and what's the best one, and Instagram. And, uh, you know, like, I've had my successes now. Like, I've had people get back to me. I was just in uh, Bowmanville, and then... Uh, hooked up with Panasonic. Panasonic saw what we did mm -hmm. and they have a whole home storage solution and they liked what, uh, what we did. So we hooked up and they recommended my name to a gentleman, uh, a big developer in Montreal. And I was there on the weekend, uh, Saturday, and it's a different storage solution again for condos and people that don't have too much room and, uh, accessibility challenge right mm -hmm. so it is um it's like i said it's exciting times there's a, a lot of stuff going on so mentors it's i i see someone who's successful and asking questions and and like to sit down and chat all the time you know so you've you've undergone a lot of things you know if you could go back to say mid-20s or whatever you know uh, and tell yourself something what would it be if i was 20 you said like i, yeah, I would probably I, I thought about this and I, I i tried to do it but 
uh, I wanted to go back and get my MBA. So have an engineering background with an MBA. Mm -hmm. And uh, I asked for a leave of absence, but back then I had a house and so on. And I uh, you know, went to Laurier to, to see uh, as a mature student, but uh, probably that's what I would have changed. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, it might've helped me a little bit along the way, but you know, sometimes life throws you a curve and you got to deal with it. Mm -hmm. You know, how would you, I mean, how would you describe yourself? You know, I mean, people say resilient, which is a great thing to, but you know, what makes Eve, what makes, what makes, what makes, what gets Eve here kind of thing? Um, what gets, what gets me here, you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, what's, what's the quality that you think, you know, defines you? Well, I would say probably perseverance. You know, I just uh, don't, don't quit, you know, keep doing it. I remember I was, uh, I had a friend of mine here on the podcast, Spencer Vaughn, and we kite surf together. Yeah, that's right. Once in a while. By the way, he's not that good, anyways. <laughs> no, he's great, great guy. I had to rescue him once, but that's fine. <laughs> but um, I remember walking down the beach and just swearing up a blue streak. Am I ever going to learn this? And I was having a hard time. Yeah. And uh, you know, come up the stairs at the cottage, and and my neighbors, boy, you persevere, my friend. He says he. So anyways, now I'm a pretty good kiter. And, and basically, that's what a business is. And every day, you, you kind of have to say, you know what, I'm, I'm that closer to my goal, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you get up and then when you, you get these little uh, uh, wins, you're like, wow. So what I did all this time is paying off. And these last three weeks have been uh, a lot of fun. Like, uh, you know, it's, it's funny how you hit those curves, that, you know, those little golden moments. and, and yeah. And they they kind of uh, define the next eighteen months almost. You know, I, I I think it's kind of like that. No matter how organized your campaigns are or whatever, there's always the, what I term these little golden moments, and and they drive forward basically. Yeah, definitely. You know, you, you have to take those little successes and really embrace them for sure. I ask this to everyone: you a morning or a night person? It's not mainly because I'm interested in 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 in, in that that side of things oh morning morning 100 percent. you know i'll get up at morning definitely wins by about eight out of ten i would say in terms of uh, people it's, it's it's kind of kind of interesting um you know what's keeping you up at night i mean we've lived it through this crazy year okay yeah. i'm just curious you know you you said I mean, like all of us it impacted our business for, I think it's the impacts dying off now, but certainly the, those mid six months, you know, where, where people said, what the hell am I going to do? Um, so, you know, what do you feel about that? I mean, definitely what keeps me up at night is failure. Uh, obviously, you know, if, if uh, you know, there was so many bad news, but definitely failure. And then right now, Cash flow is not that much of an issue because our overhead is so low. Mm -hmm. And I would say those two, you know, one, we're going to start 
getting the cash, you know, some steady cash in and uh, get this thing going. And, you know, this time I'm not putting my house on the line. I'm not putting all my, you know, give away my first child or something like that to the bank. <laughs> uh, you know, I've been through that, almost lost my house a couple of times. Not going to do it again. I learned the hard way. I was a kid. My dad was an entrepreneur. We, he lost the house, so I never, oh. I never put the house on the line. It's never been. Uh, it, it wasn't. You know, we didn't have a. It was okay afterwards, but it was. It was a big, a big shock. Uh, yeah, um, it, that that was uh, close, and uh, this venture here is definitely a little bit more thought out, infrastructure wise, and cash flow and so on. So I'm not a bank anymore. Uh, I'm not going to subsidize projects. Yeah. So it's money down plus milestones plus, you know, that kind of stuff. So have learned through the past. And, and when I was looking at starting something else, up, that's something I, I, I really thought of. It's like, what can I start? I, I have to say, I kind of fell into this, but yeah. I, I did not want to, to put everything on the line. Hey, I'm too old for that. Then been there, and and you can't control what's going on in the world, right? So, mm -hmm. who would have known about this COVID? And if I would have done, taken uh, what the bank offered me and BDC offered me my my other venture, then I would really be in trouble now after COVID hit. I mean, it was that, that could have been devastating. So, yeah, yeah, I I, I can understand that. But, you know, so you're doing what you're doing now and you seem to be doing it. But, you know, if, if you weren't kind of the entrepreneur guy, I mean, you touched a little bit by saying you would be go, go back and do an MBA. What would be, what would you be doing instead? I mean, I think you found a pretty good niche and you're enjoying it. But is there something that, that there that, you know, that's what I would like to do. You, you know what? I would probably have to say this is what I'd be doing because I was <laughs> I was very fortunate. Uh, you know, I do kite surf, I windsurf, uh, snowboard, ski, mm -hmm. uh, and I, I, I kind of, I guess I can say semi-retired very early, and I, mm -hmm. I I did all that to to the max. Uh, I, um, you know, like. Windsurf 80 days and snowboard 50 in one year. And uh, and then I told my wife, I'm bored. And, you know, what can I do? And that's when I bought my company. So I had um, I, I had that early in life. And, mm -hmm. you know, part of me was always thinking, you know, this work thing, you should start working when you're older and then enjoy when you're younger. So we, we spend the entire summers at the beach with our kids. You know, we were that fortunate. Mm -hmm. And now I would I, I see people that are retired, and it's not like I envy them. Uh, I, yeah. I want to work right now, and 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 no, as long as I can still do my holiday, my hobbies, and uh, I would. This is something that has to go because it does help a lot of people, mm -hmm. and it's it's a product that. Uh, and then we you know we have all sorts of other products to, to help uh, the aging in place and. I mean, the future is exciting, and to get something <clears throat> as exciting as this to, to get going, I, I don't know what it would be. But uh, I'll, the gentleman I was with on the weekend was eighty-seven years old, <coughs> still working. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, in, I mean, obviously we're both of the age where most of the people around us, our peers, if you like, aren't working. That's uh, right. And uh, I, I'm, I'm not in a rush <laughs> to, yeah. to join them. You know, it, it doesn't, it, it's, it's an interesting thing to all guys still being entrepreneurs. It's, it's kind, of, kind, of, kind of interesting. That's, this is really been, I knew it would be fun because we when we talked earlier, you, then you would have a, a fun time. But, but how can people get a hold of you? If, if I mean, because they, you know, we get lots of listeners, lots of viewers, and and you know, sometimes these things from the feedback I've got, sometimes these things spark and and people like to get a hold. You know, they they want to make a call, ask you something, that kind of thing. What's the best way to do that? Yeah, you can always reach me. Uh, I mean, my email, eve.trotje at simplefreedom.design if you go on our website. So that's y.trotier at simplefreedom.design or call me, 905-464-0818. And uh, I'll be happy to chat with, with anyone. I mean, it's, uh, I think I, you know, I have uh, some stuff to offer and uh, always like chatting. Okay, Eve. Thanks very much for coming to Canada's podcast. It's been a really good session. All right. Really enjoyed it. Thank you so much.